0: Welcome to an experience far from others, others. an audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The Pinnacle of Sound Experience, Jacked and Canned, featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler, a place where you will get the information you crave and hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves coming to you from the basement bar and the bedroom sponsored by no one jacked and canned ah
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to jacked and canned john how are you doing tonight sir doing good man just got back from work
2: Got a little glass of wine poured colds before we just hit the record button on this episode. It sounds like you're going to have a spicy margarita.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got a jalapeno margarita on the way, so that should be a pretty good time. Uh, You know, we'll see. I brought a coarse Light just in case, because all I can think to myself is the last thing I want is to be sitting here hacking up along while I'm trying to do this show. John, I want to bring up some of the uh, topic items for tonight. Yeah, dude. Tonight, we're going to be talking a little bit about a wedding that I recently went to and some of the different experiences that I have during things like this. We're going to talk, cracking a cold one with Colbs at the break. And then after, ooh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this fantasy football league we got going on. Yes. So, John, something I actually want to open with real quick is that uh, I've heard that listener and friend of a, well, mine, I, I guess, would be yours if you guys ever meet. Tim, he said that he drives around and listens to this show with his with his kid, Timmy. And that makes me really happy. So, you know what? I'm going to give a little shout out, Timmy. If you're hearing this, I'm really happy to, that, that you're listening, Timmy. It, it's been a little while. I haven't seen you since your hockey game. I hope everything's good. But, John, we've got fans that are spanning across, well, Probably Connecticut and Massachusetts. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to Seattle. Places, damn it, And <laughs> Seattle. Sometimes there's that Seattle oh, yeah, listener? That, yeah, that there keeps is definitely a Washington following, and also Virginia. I don't know why Virginia is always there, but they they're lingering. So,
2: thank you to all the listeners. But yes, very special shout out to Tim and Timmy.
1: Thank you both. Thank you guys for tuning in on the road. All right, John. Do we want to start off? Because here's the thing. I told John several times before we started up the show that I had had to talk about this wedding, and it's probably going to be a little bit. John, would you like me to just start off with this wedding? What the hell happened at this wedding, man? Like,
2: why did why is this one sticking out in your head more than any other ones? Did it get that crazy? Did a fight break out? Oh, my John, God. I'm seeing pages.
1: What happened? I got a notebook here, and the thing is, is I'm pretty sure I filled the entire thing with notes about this wedding. So John, Uh-oh. first off, um, well, not to bore the audience, but I, I believe you've met Aaron, Michelle's friend, a Aaron, mm-hmm. as she calls him, and uh, very good guy. Like him a lot. Super classy dude, and hockey player. So obviously, we we got something we can do, and he's a Bruins fan, so we'd like to you know put on the Bruins when he comes over, which is cool. Yeah. First off, the location was absolutely gorgeous. So this was down in New Haven, which has nice parts has not so nice parts but if you get a spot like this this is beautiful anthony's ocean got, view i'm john i'm telling you you walk into this place full blown elegance you walk outside and you are on the beach yeah anthony's ocean amazing. view oh yeah actually i think that was it john oh dj yeah, you dj there. there tons of times <laughs> that makes sense Yeah. uh, Yep, that's okay. Okay, Michelle verifies. Yes, we're all on the same page here. Yeah. John, that was the most... Where did they get the palm trees from? (sighs) We live in Connecticut. There shouldn't be palm trees here.
2: (laughs) No, that beach setup that they got going on, and even inside the venue hall, is absolutely beautiful, dude. It was
1: gorgeous, dude. Did the weather hold off? I haven't seen anything like it up here. Yeah, the weather was excellent. And it wasn't like a super hot day either. It was one of those, like, I think it was mid 80s. Like, it really wasn't bad. Damn, that ain't bad at all. So what's standing out
2: to you about this wedding? Where does it turn here? Well, first like, off,
1: I just wanted to mention that the location was beautiful. And granted, it turns out that everybody except me remembers where it was. But <laughs> I, I'm not really a New Haven traveler. So that didn't stick out to me. So, And also, I had no idea that we had palm trees anywhere in Connecticut. And obviously, they clearly didn't just grow here. They were planted. But I that threw me off. That really threw me off. I looked out and I saw them. I'm like, wait a minute. Those are only native in two spots, and they're actually imported from California to Florida for their origination. Florida didn't naturally have palm trees. FYI, little piece of info for everybody. (laughs) Yes, fun fact, baby. So first take that I have here, John, places that have multiple things of the same silverware, get over yourself. I don't need two forks. I don't need yeah. a fork for this and a fork for that. Give me one fork, one spoon, one knife. I will make whatever you put in front of me work. Get out of here. I don't want this. There were there way too many pieces of silverware out there. Take that out. I. That's the one piece about like elegant dining that pisses me off. Get out of here with all your multi-layered silverware. I don't want your tiny fork. I don't want your big fork. Just give me the, the normal fork that everybody uses every time that they eat. Are you putting... The napkin on your legs, too, on your pants? Like, no, so you I take the napkin your- and I throw it to the middle of the table so it's away from me entirely. <laughs> I don't need the napkin. And also, <laughs> by the way, clearly these are cloth napkins that are being rewashed. I don't want everybody else's napkin from the entirety of the time that this place has been open. That's That, to me, is not a good napkin. Get, the, get that shit out of here. I don't want it. That's a bad <laughs> napkin. Get it away from me. No. So is it I, truly elegant? Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, in my eyes, no, that's just dirty. It's it's like somebody gave me a rag and it just looks clean, and it's made Chili's. of silk. Chili's, <laughs> yeah. See, Chili's gives me shit that you throw out when you're done with it. Like, I, I love that. That that I'm fine with. You can give me, you can load me up on Chili's napkins. I'm gonna get wing sauce all over it. So, uh, one of the <laughs> other things, uh, Michelle brought me out to dance, which I don't often do. And uh, Michelle tells me I am what would be considered an above average dancer compared to the average male, which does. uh, I'm going to be honest. This is shocking to me. I thought that I am a pretty terrible dancer. Michelle says I am better than the average male. Now, does that mean I'm a great dancer? Absolutely, it does not. Um, We watch Dancing with the Stars. uh, And by we, I mean she. I, I will occasionally join and I do admire what's happening. And I am not nearly that. And I'm very aware that I'm not that. Did you use the moves that you saw on the show? That's no, the important part. no. See, I follow her lead. So I'm not <laughs> utilizing moves that I see on television. Like, yeah, I can crush that one. Like, I, I can't remember anything that they do. I just know that when I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know how that works. So if she goes to pick you up in the air, you're following her lead. <laughs> uh, I don't think she's going to try to pick me up in the air, John. I, I think I weigh a little bit too much for that for her. I don't know. Did she Michelle just said she's me? not strong enough. Damn so. it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But um, if she came running at me and jumped in the air, I, I would definitely catch her. I, I don't know if it's going to look graceful. It's probably going to look like, holy shit, I wasn't expecting a person to launch himself in the air at me, and I just caught her, but yep. I, I would still catch her. I just don't know that it would be like the uh, the dirty dancing moment. Damn That's <laughs> like, I, I don't know that it would work that way. Plus, well, I'm not actually, you know what? I'm going to scratch what I was about to go for there, but there's also massive differences between Michelle and I, and I think that people have this in their relationships, of how we are of being like a um, a center of attention or somebody that is uh, trying to wrangle a group. We were at a table where we didn't know one damn person. And as soon as everybody sat down, I I think it might have been the first words you said is, this was awkward. And I'm not 100% sure. And I'm saying this, I don't think Michelle even realizes I'm talking to her, but I I noticed that she had a little bit of an awkward moment there. So the second that everybody got sat down, I immediately was like that. Somebody just said one thing and I went with it like, Oh no, guys, we're the best of friends. If you not realize by the end of this, we're going to be, we're going to be hanging out all the time. Who's going to Applebee's later. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Everybody let's make it happen. And all of a sudden everybody started talking. I just turned to Michelle. I was like, that's how you make friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I did not catch any of their names. I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> I happens. was so disingenuous, <laughs> but hey, they felt it, huh? Jake and Allison, sure, that could be that could be people that were there if they felt good. Roll with it, man. Well, that's what I'm saying, John. I don't really... I mean, honestly, I knew at the end of the event I wasn't going to ever talk to them again, likely anyway. I mean, maybe I do, but it's fine. I meet people six times over and over again and don't remember that I met them the first time anyway. happens to me all the time. That's why now, if I'm not sure, I don't introduce myself because I realize people get offended when you introduce yourself to them multiple times. So what I do now instead is I just pretend that I know everybody, even if I've never met them, and... They might just be like, oh, he's kind of weird, and he doesn't want to meet me. Ah, I'll take that. At least I'm not offending you by being like, oh, yeah, I'm Colby. And they're like, yeah, we met like four times, asshole. So I've been that person. Yeah, I I, I learned that early on. I learned that by like 22. I'm not going to remember somebody the first time I, I meet them. So it's it's going to take a little bit. John, why do people treat the champagne to- uh, the champagne toast with class? Why do they do it where they just take little sips? Because here was the way that I understood the way champagne works the entirety of my my life. You take half of it during the first uh, speech, and then you drink the rest of it during the second half of the speech or at the end of it, the conclusion. Well, it turns out, evidently, that's also not the right thing to do because there also might be a third person. So what I used to do, John, is I used to just at the first time that somebody handed me the champagne glass, I just chugged the champagne. Woo, did it. Apparently, that's wrong. But apparently, Mm -hmm. doing it half and half is also wrong. So there's no right way to do the champagne. So you know what? I'm going right back to not being a gentleman, and I'm just going to chug the whole damn thing. Like, just hand me the champagne glass. It's going to disappear right now. I'm not even waiting for the speeches. I'm making a crusade john i will no longer sit there and wait for you to say all your words before i hammer down that champagne because i don't see the point there is no point as far as i'm concerned they gave me a glass of champagne and i it's for me to listen to people talk no give me the champagne glass i'm chugging that shit well, it,
2: that's what it's there for it's only going to benefit yourself too because if you first get it and you chug it that means you're just going to get a refill they're like oh you must not have gotten any oh i accidentally drank it i chugged it
1: Then you get another one. I don't think I can get away with I accidentally drank it. I don't think they're going to give me a refill for that, but I like where your head's at.
2: Yeah, so that's (laughs) a good way to get more champagne. You know what? Cheers to that. Cheers to that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, we're doing a cheers. I'm sorry, John. Well, I'm having a little sip of wine, and you're having a PBR. So, John, the next note about this wedding that I want to get to. Have you ever been somewhere and there's just a couple that makes you incredibly insecure because they're so good looking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Michelle's got these friends and now I'm actually Facebook friends with them as well. So I think now we're actually technically friends. Um, I'll leave the names out, but it is this couple that both of them are like the most attractive humans that have ever walked the planet. And I went to their wedding And I was the ugliest person at the wedding. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me like the whole wedding. There's 70 year old people there and they're more attractive than I am. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. (laughs) It really sucked at their wedding. But then we go to this guy's wedding and they're there and it's like, oh, well, there's the ambiance of the room. It's right there. It's the glowing two people that are standing over there, like watching people give speeches about this marriage. And I'm just looking over at the, the couple that's over there. I'm like, Jesus how do they look like that? Like, how do they keep it together? Like, they're they're both older than I am, or at least I think. You'll never know. <laughs> well, I know I know the husband is. I actually don't know about the wife, but I assume. And that might be making an ass out of myself, but I'm here for it. John, the last part of this. Wedding. I know why. Uh-oh. Going back to uh, a
2: couple of pod episodes ago. Chirogenics. Cry, that's all I got to say. Anyways, okay. what's the last part? <laughs> I'm happy
1: that you fought that one for a while. Uh, the last part I fought of it through. Song, How the
2: hell do you say it, by the way? Cryogenics.
1: Thank you. All right, continue. So, John, the last part, I got to talk about the food and not just at the venue itself. And I know I texted you during this day to tell you about this, but the audience needs to know. So they did a. Brunch, buffet style, right? So they had breakfast items, lunch items. They had salmon. And you know this about me, John. I love salmon. I got salmon in the fridge right now and some more salmon in the freezer. Nothing makes me happier than some good salmon. On top of that, I'm looking around. I'm shopping the items. Uh, There's pasta there. Do I want the pasta? I don't know because I saw salmon. I could just go get more salmon if I don't like anything else enough. Oh, Johnny, did I find the thing? I found bacon, just straight up bacon. Ooh. Guess who was eating salmon and bacon on this you. wedding day? Me. Yep, me. He's got two fingers or two thumbs and points of himself a lot. This guy <laughs> eating a lot of salmon and bacon, a bacon Best, ra-
2: wrapped salmon
1: better than any steak I've had at a wedding. I will tell you that right now. You give me salmon and bacon. I will take that all damn day. Cool. And Why I love a good a steak. Dish? Why isn't that a dish? A bacon it should be wrapped salmon bacon wrapped salmon would be phenomenal but i'm telling you if you just do salmon with the side of bacon yeah. you're talking the like you're talking better than burgers and fries like we're talking about a combination that nobody has foreseen and it is better than whatever your combination is john that was one of the best meals i ever had and then we move on i went to whatever bar was nearby with michelle we drove over to a little bar there and i had never had croquetas, and i had never had and I had never had empanadas. Now, I'm going to tell you about both if you haven't had either. No, what is it? So, croquetas is essentially, think of like a fried ball of something. And it could be all sorts of different stuff in there. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe what I had was actually just potatoes. Um, But it was just a little fried ball. So, it was, th- think of, you ever had like a fried macaroni ball? Oh, yeah. Those are delish. So, so similar to that, but more delicious and it was it was the best thing that i have had since my my own tacos the salmon from earlier that day and the uh oh god uh the fleming's steak that i had last year and my lady's coming in hot with a jalapeno margarita hey. so hey thank you baby cheers yep cheers John. cheers yep so johnny an empanada is basically kind of like a mini handheld beef pot pie. Um, think of a like handheld pot pie. It's like tiny, but it's basically a pot pie, and then you can put whatever you want inside of it. I got spicy beef and it was absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. And granted, it did not make the same table as the rest of the food that I had that day, but it was very, very good. But Johnny, we go from there. And we have a bar right down the street called bar. And I know that, you know, this bar because I've been to bar with you before. And it is for the audience who is unfamiliar. It is a bar called bar, which sounds incredibly not great, but it is great. This thing, it looks inside like a factory, but it Mm -hmm. is a pizza making factory, man. This, this has been two for two, the best pizza that I've ever had in my life. It was when we went, when I was what, 24, uh, like, yeah. uh, that's about how old we were. And it was the best again when I just got it this last Saturday. That food was phenomenal. And I'm telling you, at New Haven's, uh, I'll be honest, it's not my favorite place to go. But I saw the best of New Haven. And that was a really nice day. I That was phenomenal. New Haven has some cool shit. <laughs> I'm just making that point. New Haven's got some cool shit. And I got the best of all of it. I got their best location. I got to have some nice Hispanic food, and I got the best pizza that I've ever had. Now, I got a buddy that lives in the area that tells me that there are several better pizza places in New Haven than bar. Well, our audience will try them.
2: Our audience will probably know of Frank Pepe's.
1: Yep, there's one of those there. And uh, my buddy Jay tells me he lives very close by. He tells me that there is a place called Ernie's that has the best mm. pizza that has ever existed. So next time that I go see my buddy Jay, we're going to make a little Ernie's trip because I, I got to try it. He keeps telling me it's better. And the only way for me to believe that it's better is I have to try it. I have to know it. I have to know it in my heart. Till then, bar is the best pizza I've ever had. You know what the best segment of this show is? It's cracking a cold one, isn't it? Coles, you ready to run? Yeah. <laughs> You're damn right, I'm ready to run. Let's
0: make it happen, baby.
1: <laughs> Welcome back. And now it's time for Cracking a Cold One with Colbs. John, for the first time, I actually had to run for getting the Cracking a Cold One with Colbs a little bit because Michelle was in the fridge. So this actually took a little bit of pacing. John, are you ready? To give the audience something that you find fun, interesting, or otherwise, while I drink a beer. Yes, absolutely. So something fun and
2: interesting. Ladies and gents, you might know New Haven because of pizza, but did you know it because of cheeseburgers? They have one of the oldest cheeseburger places down there. I think it's called Ted's Burgers. Is that right, Coles? Are they down there in New Haven?
1: I don't know. (laughs) why would i know that i just told you that i don't really go to new haven why would i know what else they have i only know the things <laughs> i've been to what are you doing it's definitely not Ted's Hey, burgers. Coles. Just- yeah you've been to three places yeah you're basically a new haven expert
2: <laughs> okay Coles. Hold on i got it completely wrong i'm sorry for the connecticut listeners oh my god one of these segments i'm actually gonna master okay it's an old school burger joint it's called louis lunch it's down there in New Haven. They've been flipping yeah, it sounds burgers just since- like Ted's. <laughs> it's been flipping burgers since 1895. How long has burgers been around for? I don't know. Did they create the burger? I have no idea. But it's pretty cool. Anyways, God, we'll you're always lunch. so
1: filled with information
2: because <laughs> I always forget every <laughs> single time until not just the 30 second mark. But it's every time that you crack it, and then I'm like, as oh, soon as I crack. Like crack
1: the beer, you're like, "Shit, I forgot to do this." Yeah, John, maybe <laughs> maybe plan something out like when we're done recording for next week, so that you just well, have something good.
2: I don't know because it's just been a constant trend. Did you for ever a few listen to years? the episode
1: that Jimmy was on here with me? Uh, I've only listened to bits and pieces, not the full thing. So I'm telling you, he came top of his head. Same thing that you do, and he gave me one of the most interesting things I've ever heard. Yeah, oh, I remember you mentioned that before. Yeah, I I don't know how he did it. (laughs) John, (laughs) you got to go out there. You got to find some fun shit just to, like, it could be told. All you got to do is Google random facts, and I guarantee you're going to find a whole ton of stuff you can talk about on a regular basis. You could do that every week, and I bet you will find something just by Google. All right. I I got a redeeming one right now. Poland Spring
2: is proudly sourced in the state of Maine. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, is that cool no damn it
2: what is cracking a cold one about
1: <laughs> Cr- cracking a cold one tonight john we're gonna kill two birds with one stone here and uh we're gonna go with a softball update so john i told you we were the second worst team this year in softball we were terrible and we started off three and three we lost every game after that we did not win again. Then the playoff started. We won our first playoff game, which was cool, and it was against my old team mates. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then we got smoked in the second game. We kind of understood. We're like, all right, yeah, we know that team's better than us. I went into this last week here thinking to myself, this is the end of my season because, yeah, we might win the first game. It's against who was actually the worst team in the league. So I'm like, you know what? We, we should beat them. If we do, I don't know. We haven't won a game since like June. So we'll see how this goes. But we're not winning two games because also, John, if we were going to win the first game, we had to wait an hour and a half while the second game played and then play the third game of the night. So I was like, we're all going to be in the parking lot getting wrecked. We're going to get back here and be terrible. Yep. So, John, we we won the first game 19 to 5. And I I myself had... Pretty nice game. I was three for four. And, uh, it, you know, uh, everything just felt like it was going, which was nice. And the bats were hot. And so we we had some momentum. We really did. But, again, I thought with the break in between, it wasn't going to go so well. And so I go to the parking lot with a few of the guys, about half the team, really. We were in the parking lot just drinking. And then half the team went home. And I know that they weren't necessarily not drinking because one of the guys texted when we said, hey, this game's going to be over real quick. You guys might want to get back here. Well, one of the guys on our team texted back, yeah, almost done with my bourbon. So I'm pretty aware that everybody on the team was still drinking. And we took the field. We started down 5 nothing. Damn. We battled our way back in there. And uh, we were down one run going into the last inning. And we were the top of the inning. So we had to get a run just to keep this thing alive. We put up six, John, and then we had to hold them. They can't get five. We held them to nothing. They didn't score a run. Not one single run. I don't remember the exact score, but we won. It had to be somewhere in the realm of like a 1813 kind of thing, you know, something around there. Yeah. And. Oh John It was awesome i my swing was working. I've been running the bags so well, like I'm telling you, man, I don't know what happened. I recaptured my twenty three year old speed. I have been running faster than I've run in years years I don't know what I don't know what happened. I really don't. The only thing that sucks is you know that giant thing on my leg? What the hell what giant th- your knee When I slid, and I showed you that massive thing on my leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. because I got road rash. Yeah, I slid on it again. So, you know, it actually, the scab is so thick, it really didn't do that much to it. (laughs) But I was worried. I was like, fuck, why did I do that? But uh, it turns out that it was all right. John, we're still alive, and I think at this point, we're in the semifinals. (laughs) I think if we win our games next week, I think we go to the championship. So,
2: dude, I mean, you go from being the underdog to possibly winning the whole thing we're the How perfect, perfect John team. <laughs> I gotta root for you now. I mean, there's no question, like this has to happen. You need every team
1: that's still left, they have a significantly better record than us. Like, we we were three and nine or three and ten, whatever we were. Everybody else is at least five hundred.
2: Damn.
1: Yeah, I'm psyched. Like they, this is really cool. And the thing is is the first team we play on Monday, yeah, we might be able to beat. We've we've played them and we've played them tight. We lost both times we played them, but they were both like two run games. Uh, we could beat that team.
2: So you need to tell whoever your teammate is there that was drinking the bourbon to make it a double bourbon so you guys can definitely get it done.
1: Yeah, what I think I'm going to have to tell him, because I didn't completely mention what he said. He said, I'm almost done with my bourbon and ice cream. So I'm going to tell him to cut out the ice cream. Yes. Um, Yeah, I I don't think that ice cream is a good idea between softball games. Bourbon, I mean, it's not a great idea, but ice cream is a terrible idea.
2: That doesn't sound like a good combo.
1: By the way, how's the spicy margarita? It's very good. It's yep, that, not as spicy as I was assuming, even though there were clearly two jalapenos flo- floating on in here. That gets me excited just seeing you take
2: a sip out of a margarita because a new I topic know. that I want to talk about here is Coles' vacation. It's
1: coming oh. up so soon. <laughs> Johnny, you have no idea. So I'm off today. Think of it this way. I work the next five days. I have two days off and then I have one day on. And then I'm off for nine days. So I really, like, I got these five days. Let's be honest. When I have that one day that's in between, yeah, I'm going to give it my all that day. But I'm also realizing I'm coming back off two days rest, working my ass off for one day, and then I'm gone nine days. Like, I'm really close to, because honestly, after Tuesday, I'm basically on vacation. Yeah, I just have to bust my ass on Friday next week. That's it and but so, one and that's day
0: fine.
1: one day doesn't really count like one day is one of those things where it's like yeah it's just one day
0: you yeah know as what I mean? much as
1: i want to say that i did like it doesn't even matter to me it, it does because i know me and i'm going to be there giving it my all because i i just don't have another method of work i don't have like a half-ass routine that no, i go no, through i
2: don't mean it that way i mean you could you only have one day in front of you for a nine day stretch it's like yeah one day busting your tail and it's like i get nine days so through that day, even though it could be like super hard, and it probably will be, all the crazy oh, stuff. Oh yeah, will they're, happen I'm sure they're going to
1: ask me to do a whole ton of shit. Yeah, but that's fine. I honestly, but I'm good with it. In the back of your mind, you're going to be like,
2: "Yeah, this sucks," but I love it because you're going to be off
1: nine days. <laughs> like, <laughs> John, I can't wait. And the thing is, so day one, obviously, I've told you, <sighs> we've talked about this. Is uh, it's going to be Michelle's best friend's birthday, and I heard you're DJing at the beach that day, so I will not be there. But Yeah, I know, but I got to do shit with Michelle's best friend, so I'm going to be hanging out with her. By the way, I don't know if you can hear it, but there is steak sizzling in the kitchen right now. Oh, That's got to be great ambiance. We got fajitas going on in the background here. That's why Michelle made the spicy margaritas for the audience here. We got spicy uh, margaritas because we got fajitas on the way. Michelle's making them. Oh, I'm getting I'm pumped. pumped. Uh, and John, by the way, when I mention this too, tomorrow, because I'm going to be in overtime if I work my full shift, yeah. I'm only working five hours tomorrow. I'm working 11 to 4. That's all I can give, or else I'll be in overtime and I can't have overtime. So, tiny day for me tomorrow.
2: Damn.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Made. I got I, right now. Life is made. It is in front of me. I have a clear path. There's nothing that can stop my anticipation for happiness and excitement. Coles, we need to definitely link up and watch
2: some movies, which new topic here. What movies are you excited to watch or what have you seen from Brad Pitt? Have you seen the new <laughs> Bullet Train movie? No, All those no, Jack I can seen... listeners will know what I'm talking about when I say Brad Pitt.
1: <laughs> I I didn't see Bullet Train yet. I plan to watch Inglorious Bastards either tonight or tomorrow and uh, probably going to be tomorrow because I still haven't seen it and I'm excited to because I've, uh, dude, I rewatched Fight Club today. Like uh, I I For like the millionth time, by the way. I don't know why. And by the way, I'm finding myself. Oh, I'm currently rewatching Troy. I forgot. I started Troy again. So I'm watching that a second time already. And I plan on watching By the Sea again with Angelina Jolie as well. Because as depressing as that movie was, it was phenomenal. So I'm hooked, man. This guy, this Brad Pitt guy, he's got something. (laughs) He's got a real thing. He does, but he came back out of, like, nowhere, it seems. Uh, I'm fine with it. If they want to put him as star of, like, four movies in the next year and a half, I will watch all of them. (laughs) And Bullet Train, as soon as I get access to it, I will be watching it. I just There's nothing right now that I have that I can get it on. Talking about movies, have you seen the new Space Jam? Yeah, with LeBron. Did you love it more than the one with MJ? Okay, here's what I'll tell you, John. So it wasn't as good as the original Space Jam. Damn it. But so many people have shit on this thing saying that it's terrible. It actually got a Razzie. And I am pissed because it's the same damn general thing. It's I agree. The MJ Space Jam is better, but the LeBron one is good. It's it's not bad. Yeah, it's a cheesy little movie. So was the first one. Like, I I just don't understand where all the hate's coming from on this, other than the fact that everybody that doesn't love LeBron hates LeBron.
2: It would have been kind of cool, though, if they did a Space Jam 2 with an older version of, well, current day version of MJ, just because.
1: Well, that they, the- honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they do a Space Jam 3 and it's 60-year-old MJ. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're just trying to wipe the slate clean. No, that yeah. second one never happened. What?
2: It's its own. It's its own movie.
1: It's its they, own. They category. actually call it space jam two again. And they just pretend yes. they never did. Uh, yeah. Ugh, what assholes, dude. I hate that. Everybody that doesn't love LeBron has to hate him. It's like, they, can there be an in-between on anything in this world? Like there can be, especially when you're a winner talking about winning Cole's.
2: I teased it. On the Sports Roundtable episode, we're talking a little fantasy football. People hate oh, winners, and I was a winner last year.
0: Colt, oh, let
2: me please go down my lineup with you. Is that okay? Oh, that, that's fine, and I'll go down mine with you. I got it off the top of my head. Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, got Jonathan Mistake. Taylor, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Amon St. Brown, which you know that I was huge onto him last now, year. No, John, I think, that was a, I think that was a really good move on your part. I think he's going to be good. Goff loves him. He was getting a lot of targets. Yeah. yeah, This one I really didn't know about. And I'm I'm curious what you thought about this
1: one. Mark Andrews at the tight end. No, John, he's going to be. He will be top three tight end fantasy this year. Absolutely. Great pick on your
2: end. I picked up Ezekiel Elliott for the main reason of I think he's gonna get some goal line goal line rushes in there. I think Pollard's gonna be first, second down, back. I'm thinking they
1: might put yeah. Zeke at the goal line to get some I, touchdowns. E, e, Zeke I could see doing the Kareem Hunt of last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's a bad fantasy move, but yeah, I am generally off Ezekiel Elliott, but from fantasy, maybe it's not terrible because he probably will get a lot of touches in goal line scenarios, like you said. That's what I'm thinking. This one, I'm a huge fan of. Travis Etienne. Am I saying his name correctly? Etienne. Etienne. This is a relatively common last name, John. How do you not know how to say Etienne?
2: Because I didn't have a good schooling, man. I I can't read. I can't do that. How are you trying to say that? I got my grade eight. What did Ricky say from Trailer Park Boys?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even get my grade nine. There we go. I got
2: my grade eight. Exactly. I didn't even get my grade nine. I got my grade eight. Okay. I'm the king of hacking names. I got the, it's because I got the easiest name in the world, John.
1: Like, what the frick? (laughs) That's a good point. It's hard to butcher your name.
2: Exactly. But I end up getting the Bills defense. I got a couple kickers there. I got Chase Edmonds. This one, I'm surprised he stuck around so long. Uh, Gasicki, the tight end for Miami, but then yeah, Marcus Becky Thielen. Adam Thielen for yeah, you the Minnesota were the one that grabbed
1: Thielen. John in all seriousness, if you didn't take him that round, I was going to take Thielen because I'm like, he shouldn't still be out there.
2: I, I feel like he's going to be a touchdown machine and he I, I don't know, know about that, decline, but I but... think
1: he's going to be somebody that you're going to a lot of people are probably going to be shocked at the production he puts out just because it's, he took a year basically not having production. But I, I think that Thielen's going to have a good year. Let me just throw something at you real quick
2: before you announce your team. I was curious of who the Buccaneers would use as a running back option if Fournette gets hurt, because Fournette
1: seems to get hurt a lot,
2: even when he well, was in also, Jacksonville.
1: He, he keeps coming in overweight like every year, too. So, I mean, it goes hand in hand. He's going to be hurt at some point. So, go so ahead. So, who, who's Tampa going to use Brady's not trying to get take a bunch of sacks, and
2: he's not trying to throw it away, like, scramble in the pocket the whole time. He's going to probably dump it off to the running back quite often. I don't know. Who's going to be that next back for Tampa Bay's backfield? Like, who's going to step up and oh, do it? Oh,
1: you're actually asking me the question?
2: Who, who do you think? Or is it just going to be some No, rando- it, it doesn't
1: matter, John, because... It- Tom Brady can run in a you. Okay. So I want you to think back to 2007 when the Pats had the best offense that ever existed in the NFL. So what Tom Brady did is he utilized Wes Welker as a short receiving threat that essentially became what a running game would be. So what Tom Brady can do is he doesn't necessarily have to utilize a running back in the traditional running back sense. He can actually create a running game out of a pass game. They don't need a running back. It's nice to have one, but he doesn't need one. Yeah, fair enough. We're going to see
2: what's going to happen over there. He he really doesn't need anybody because he just makes it happen with literally anybody. So,
1: Colts, who's on your team? All right. So, John, let me start off with, as I texted you last night, the two top Vegas odds for touchdown passes in a season number one on that list is josh allen number two on that list is tom brady those are my two quarterbacks so i have going in vegas on my side on quarterbacks we do have a two quarterback league it is a two running back league two receiver league one tight end two flex and two kickers and a defense so i have josh allen and tom brady because obviously tom Brady doesn't get old, so I can just assume he's probably going to throw for 4500 yards, probably <laughs> about 42 touchdowns and only like nine picks because he's fucking Tom Brady, of course yeah, he is. True. So from there, we go to running backs. The one thing I was really hoping for and I didn't think I was going to get is all right, if I just wait, maybe I can take Derrick Henry in the second round. Oh, none of you assholes took Derrick Henry, the guy that finished in 6th in rushing oh. yards last year. And got hurt after eight games. (laughs) Okay. He's mine. So I have Derrick Henry and I got Najee Harris from Pittsburgh. Damn it. Who they're obviously going to use a lot. So, yes, I got great running backs. Receiver wise, I got Stefan Diggs, the guy that Josh Allen throws the ball to. And guess who else I got? Mike Evans, the guy that Tom Brady throws the ball to. That's a hot start. Oh, who's your tight end, Colts? Oh, Darren Waller, the most targeted person in vegas i almost said oakland granted yes i know Devonte adams came over there but it's okay because guess what he's only going to be there for most of the routes darren Waller is going to take a majority of the receptions there i'm psyched about that Damn. and then after that well colby who's your flex who else do you got well i got the broncos running back whose name is escaping me right now because guess what russ is going to have to have a run game at some point and i probably won't williams him. that's it javante williams I probably won't play in week one because they're probably going to try to let Russ cook. Yeah, but they're going
2: at Seattle. Like wouldn't they blow it up, didn't wasn't Seattle one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Exactly.
1: So you're not going to run the ball. You're going to throw the ball. So probably won't play in week one, but he will come in handy. I've also got on the bench there. I got Mike Williams from the Chargers who catches a lot of balls from Justin Herbert. So I'm true. I'm excited that he's a part of the roster. Uh, my other flex spot, by the way, is DK Metcalf. Oh, I don't know. He just gets a lot of long ass touchdowns. So true. Uh, who knows? I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. And then kickers, I said, Oh, well, who scores a lot? Oh, well, the Chiefs and the Bucks do, don't they? Well, I caught Harrison Butker and Ryan Suckup, the true. kickers for those teams. So if nothing else, I'm getting all the extra points. And when we come to defense, oh, I snagged the Niners and for their bye week, I grabbed the Saints. Underrated defense. But I grabbed the Niners as the starting defense for my uh, for my squad because their pass rush is unbelievably good. So I'm going to get all the sack numbers and probably some forced INT numbers there all year. It's going to be great. I got one of the best squads that's ever existed, and I don't even give a shit about fantasy football. Fuck your fantasy football. But I got a <laughs> squad. <laughs> Are you going to be checking in on your
2: fantasy football team? Or are you just going to
1: let it be? <laughs> Probably not. I'll probably forget about it after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I
2: hope that you check on it. But we're doing it with the guys from Breaking Down the Tape. So, ladies and gents, maybe next season. If we get more people in there, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're keeping it really small. Uh, what, we got six of us? Yeah, it's just six of us. So, Coles, you're bringing home the championship? First time ever playing fantasy. Last time not ever. ever. Playing I fantasy. just haven't
1: played in a decade. True. True, true, true. Um, am I bringing it home? I don't know. We're all actually pretty stacked. I, if you did not take Dak, Bleep, and Prescott, that's the only one that I don't like out of all your team. Your whole team, I like what you did. And granted, I don't love the Zeke move, but I can live with the Zeke move. I'm like, okay, all right. It's it's He's not reliant on Zeke. Mm -mm. You're reliant on Dak Prescott right now, and I I don't love that. I'm wondering how
2: much of a factor Chase Edmonds is going to play this year for Miami. I'm thinking pretty huge.
1: Uh, It's hard to tell because they got Chase Edmonds, they got Raheem Mostert, and there's somebody else that's – his name's not clicking with me right now, but they're starting running back from last year. They they have guys there, and it's going to be a three-headed monster, and the Mike Shanahan offense tends to run off the three-man offense, which, by the way – Raheem Mostert was part of. And when we talk about the speed of that team, Raheem Mostert's faster than both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah. So I I don't know how much Chase Edmonds is going to make a difference there, but I personally have always thought Chase Edmonds is a dangerous running back. Like, I, I wouldn't want him to be my number one running back, but if he's on my squad, I, I'd be fine with it.
2: True. Well, Let's see how this fantasy season goes, man. I'm the reigning champ, not of this league, but of a different one. So I gotta, I just got to keep mentioning that because I'm still I'm so excited. I'm getting my
1: feet dipped in, John. Oh, hey, I wanted to ask you before we got out of here. Next week on Nobody is Shiftier, I'm going to give out all my team predictions and playoff predictions, all of that. Do you want me to do it here on the round table as well? So that we I, I know it would be me doing the same thing twice, but at the same time for the jacked and canned audience that maybe doesn't make their way over to nobody shiftier, shiftier. Do you want that again over here? Oh, jacked
2: and canned listeners love redundancy. Let's do it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll make it shorter and sweeter over here so that we don't take up, you know, a whole hour long show uh, of what should be a 30 minute show, because it's going to be an hour on that show. Uh, so with that said next week, On the sports roundtable, I will be giving all of my predictions for all 32 teams, how they're going to finish, what their record's going to be, who makes the playoffs and playoff predictions, who's going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to go through the whole thing. That comes next week. You guys are going to get that here, and you're going to get it on Nobody is Shiftier. And to find Nobody is Shiftier, since I just ran into this with my buddy Tim, you have to go to Breaking Down the Tape, and Nobody is Shiftier comes up as an episode of Breaking Down the Tape. So that's how you find me with doing Nobody a Shifty, or if anybody's been wondering, go check me out there. I'm giving you actual sports takes, not just fucking around with my best friend, John.
0: So, guys, till next week. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes, and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned, presented by No One.